Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. You, you will save. You, you will save. Jock clock turned off. Calvary. Hall. Eight to shoot. Hall. The runner. Loose ball. It's good. Williams goes. Comes out of the pack. Matthews for three. Oh, my goodness. Morrison. Six. It's time for Zag Shoot Talk with Jack and Zach on the Believe Podcast Network. Oh, wow. Here's Jack Ferris. They found mold in my apartment. And Rob Zachary. I'm pretty much the monkey with the bone. Yes. Nothing like a little da pump to get your 2020 rolling correctly. Doesn't that fire you up? A little to pump. I'm gonna. I'm resolved to hit all my resolutions. Alongside Rob, well, Zachary, I'm Jack Ferris. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say the pump. Someone said it sounds like Team America intro. Team America. I was like a Japanese yeah. Team America. No, but for us, it, I I was flattered when they said we sound like Team America. You know what's crossing my mind listening to that right now? Over the break. I did the move where I grabbed a lot of people's phones and just subscribed to the podcast. By the way, thank you for listening and subscribing. Believe in the Zags with Rob Zachary and Jack Ferris. And I'm thinking it's this episode is going to pop up on their phone and they're going to be like, oh, there, here's that uh, guy at the bar who his podcast. Let me give it a listen. And it's going to be Japanese pop music. And they're going to be like, oh, I'm never listening to this again. But you well, know what? They, they, if they, if to they, each yeah, his own. To yeah. each his own. Exactly. Uh, a, a packed episode. A lot to get to. We have a lot of surprises, uh, exciting news coming down the pipe. Uh, we'll get to it in a little, I think in a couple of weeks, we'll be able to uh, talk about it freely. We have a brand new segment, Rob. Brand new segment. What is it? It's called Lissa's Letters. Oh, boy. Inspired, now, what is this segment about? It's inspired by our good friend, Lissa. And uh, what it is, it's, it's actual letters, real letters that people wrote with not moral dilemmas, but really social dilemmas, relationship dilemmas Actu- oh, from actual boy. people. We didn't make these up. And we're going to uh, uh, break it down a little bit and see if we can give out any div- advice. Are, are we that- like Dr. Phil? Kind of. You and me combined are definitely like Dr. Phil, wouldn't you say? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Here we go. We got starting five breakfast orders. This time of year is a big go out to breakfast season, I feel like. Well, every day in the Northwest – it feels like morning because it's just so dark all the time. So you, that's all you want to eat is breakfast. And you Get just that want protein. To, all I want to eat is just everything in general. Uh, Rob, true. Rob, Rob has a heartwarming story for us today. Yes, a really, good, it's, it's a really good story. It's inspiring. I'm excited to talk about it. It's a good one. And I'm going to tell everyone how alike me and Rui Hachimura are because – I don't look. This is going to be an interesting, I already know where this is going. And uh, did you use our sponsor with this? Oh, that's so good. Oh, Rob, look at you. This is called producing a podcast on the fly. I didn't have it set up that way, but I will. Oh boy. But first Rob. Yes. Let's make 2019 the last year you suffered through bad sleep. 
listen to these studies from Harvard and Johns Hopkins. Who's Johns Hopkins? I think he smoked weed with Will Ferrell. Correct. We can't let that joke die. Chronic sleep deprivation has been shown to lead to depression, diabetes, obesity, and cardiovascular disease. We need eight hours of sleep, Rob. One of sleep's biggest problems, temperature. Tough to get. How many hours do you get, Jack? Oh, buddy. So I'll I'll either go like four or like 12. (sighs) I'm not like the healthiest sleeper. You need eight. Well, that averages around eight. I believe that's the median between those two. But I, I think if you do it that way, it's, 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 bad for, it's bad for the body and mind. And I don't want chronic mm. sleep deprivation leading to depression, diabetes, obesity, and cardiovascular disease. Those are bad things. You know what I need Very probably, bad. Rob? What? What do you I'll, need? I probably need the pod by eight sleep. Let me oh, tell explain. You. Yeah, let me tell you what it is, buddy. The pod is a high-tech bed de- uh, designed specifically to help you achieve optimal sleep fitness. Sleep fitness. Push-ups while you're sleeping. Whoa, that got weird. It was developed by leading <laughs> sleep researchers after tracking 43 million hours of sleep. That's a lot of hours of sleep, so listen to them. They're experts. For the next week, Rob, for the next week, seven days, get 200 bucks off your pod and a free gravity blanket I don't, see, I don't even know what a gravity blanket is. 2020 is a wild time. Does, that, is, does it weigh? Does it weigh more? Dude. What is it? Like, if that's what I, I'm thinking. I had one of those this past week. It was like, it was like a 20-pound blanket, and boy, oh, boy, did I feel like a child in a cocoon. Or oh, like a, there's a nothing like a big, thick blanket, and it's cold outside yeah. or cold around you. Oh, Talk man. to me. Anyway, for the next week, get $200 off your pod and a free gravity blanket for a total of $500 only at 8sleep.com slash pro. 8sleep, E-I-G-H-T, sleep.com slash pro. Rob, how was your New Year's celebration, brother? Really quiet, low-key. Uh, I We had to watch the 9 o'clock, the 9 o'clock New Year's tip off just in case – we didn't make it to midnight. That's where my life has gone. I can't remember the last time I watched the ball drop, like sat down appointment television. We're watching the ball drop. And yeah, I, think I, can't I, think rem- I can't remember either, to be honest with you. I, I, I heard this is a cool one. 2020 is a new vision for the present. Oh, isn't that a good one? Ice deal. Oh, I thought, mm. wait, you do have a good one to uh, leave the episode, right? You didn't. Uh, Absolutely. You, okay. No, good. I didn't. No, no, I didn't. I made sure I saved one for later. Good, good, good. Well, we had different uh, New Year's experiences. Yeah, because I was looking for you Yeah. for like five days. I had no, con- I, I literally thought you were dead. I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. I wasn't far from it. I wasn't far from it. I was in heaven, otherwise known as Wyoming, Jackson Hole. God's country. God's country. And let me tell you something, Rob. This point in our lives, late 20s, early 30s, mm-hmm. see how I shaded that because I'm 31, but it's, I just grouped ourselves in with late 20s, early 30s. It's a little trick. There is no 20s in this group right no. here. No, 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 no. So half, I would say all of my friend groups now have – kids in the mix which is fine yeah. I, I don't have a problem with kids kids are great you know sure yeah no issues yeah. but this you don't group, have any but yeah okay. no yeah but i'm constantly around them you know what i mean 
I get it. So my social circle is is littered with kids. Littered is probably not the right verb to use, but you. That's get a it. Uh, that's a perfect term for those animals. They're animals. So this I don't know group, when they become humans, but they're animals. This group was fourteen adults our age, no kids, and none of us really knew each other. It was kind of a amalgamation of people from all over the country, and it was okay. a real pleasure. It was a fun time. It felt like that's cool. It felt like a college experience. So with little kids, no little kids. That's no little kids. There were no kids in the mix. And I hadn't gone on like a group trip with friends when there hadn't been kids in the mix in probably like five, six years. So it felt good. You felt like a, yeah, I could see where the whole college vibe then you felt like you were young again, but you know what my problem now is because I, I had working in media, like getting holidays off is kind of a pipe dream. So this is the first time I've had like a solid block of time off during the holidays, you know? Gotcha. And I can't stop eating like crap. Do you have that issue? Like on on holidays or like, what do you mean? So Christmas like, is, yeah, Christmas is, yeah, whatever. You're eating anything in sight. You're eating cookies and pie and, you know, leftover ham from three days earlier. Right. And then right. this past oh. this past trip, we had like all kinds of good stuff in the fridge, all kinds of goodies like lying around. So I was constantly eating stuff to the point where I was at a gas station two days ago. I had already been back and I got myself like a peanut butter M&M deal and a cream soda. That's not, what I, that, that, that's okay. not what I need in 2020. You know what I mean? And I, I was no, like, oh, I yeah, yeah, you're you're just... You binged. You went and just binged, eat and drink, and had a good time. And now you kind of feel disgusted with yourself. Is that what I'm getting? This that's what I'm getting out of this. I'm filled with great shame, great shame. But today I've just had a coffee, no cream, no sugar. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to believe. I can tell. Let's do this, buddy. I I believe in the Zags. I do too. I they're really good. Tough, they are really good. Tough road test at Portland. I don't think anyone was expecting it to be that close. I think we were down seven at the break to the point where I was in a hot tub and our buddy Sean Evans said, hey, we're down seven. So I removed myself from the hot tub to watch the second half for this podcast. I hope you guys appreciate that kind of commitment. Well, man, no one saw that coming. But you, I was saying – we need these type of games big time. We uh, people uh, were complaining and texting me like, "What's going on with this team? Are you like?" And I was like, "We need this more than you think because we need to have adversity in our lives right now and in, in our in our in our games. We have to have adversity. If we don't, then we're going to get discomplacent. And when the tournament comes and there's going to be adversity." we won't know how to handle it. So this is the perfect opportunity where we can come and, and, and yeah, we're going to get a punch in the face here and there, but we're going to come back and we're going to win the, the fight. I agree, man. I think the biggest takeaway from that Portland game is Tilly, in my opinion, for the first time this season looked like our best player. He had 22 could, points. You know what I mean? It, 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 no, he's so good, man. He really is. Like, he can shoot. He's perfect for the NBA right now or how the NBA plays with the four-man. And, you, like, 10 years ago, even 
yeah, he, 10 years ago, they probably would have looked at him maybe as like not as a, a physical foreman. And that yeah. kind of was Austin's deal when yeah. he was coming out. Like, oh, he's not strong enough. But the way the game has changed, man, he is perfect for what the NBA is. And I think he can shoot. He can pass. He can rebound. He, he's, he's got it all. Great touch around the basket. I'm really excited for this guy. I just pray that he stays healthy, man. Yeah, it was a big weekend for him. We'll get into the Pepperdine game in a second. Uh, yeah, the Zags were down 42-35 first half. They outscored the Pilots 50-30 to in the second half. Kispert had 18 points. Phil had 11. Woolridge had 15 points. I was, he's, been I was, taking, he's been taking, uh, taking advantage of this opportunity. Woolridge played the whole game, 40 minutes. 15 points, seven boards. Like, that is stepping up in a big way. For, no, I – yeah, go ahead, Jack. Uh, him and Ayayi, did you notice – it happened a little bit more in the Pepperdine game, but did you notice Ayayi, Gilder, and Woolridge on the court a lot at the same time? Which yes. I don't think we've seen a ton of. Well, we don't have that depth in that those positions, so we need – those guys have to play those minutes, man. It was fun to see. Like, I, I, we've given Gilder a lot of credit on this show for kind of accepting his role, being downgraded a little bit to coming off the bench and uh, seeding time to Ayayi. But I, I still can't get over how mature the kid is for, you know, kind of picking his places now and knowing that he's got to play uh, second fiddle a little bit to the talent that Ayayi showed. But did, did you see in Pepperdine how much he changed the game at the end? Yes. He made – he broke, he broke and got a couple steals, got a couple layups, made some big shots at the end. He, it, he, he took advantage of, like, his – what's the word I'm looking for? Seniority. Like, he knew that it was his time to take over. And it, you could just feel that, okay, I'm the, I'm the adult here. Let me, let me make these steals. He, I, I was really impressed how he took over at the end of that Pepperdine game. Yeah, Pepperdine game, he had 11 points, but they were 11 loud points. They were 11 meaningful points. In that Pepperdine game, Tilly had 20, uh, four rebounds, four assists, including that pretty much game-sealing block, yeah. which is pretty cool. Did you ever Did you ever have a game-sealing block in your career? Man, I couldn't tell you, man, to be honest with you. There's so many plays that, that you wish you could have blocked and – you you did block or vice versa, you know. There's so many plays in basketball. I don't. I it, it's all a blur uh -huh. now. Uh huh. Uh huh. Kispert had ten, seven boards, four assists in that Pepperdine game. That Pepperdine game was so. The first half, go into the locker room tied at 37, but it felt like okay, we're gonna blow these guys out. You know what I mean? It felt mm -hmm. like Pepperdine was just kind of hanging around, hanging around, hanging around, and then. God, in that second half, Lorenzo Romar's squad, I don't know if they were plagued by injuries the first 15 games, but they looked like one of the top-tier teams in the conference. Well, they're a bubble team, I've heard. People are looking at them as a bubble team, and it's a it's a Romar team. He, he knows how to get those guys to come and play, and I think they're going to be, if he stays there for a while, because he was there before he went to UW, you know. Uh, yeah right and so that's kind of where he started his coaching career and so 
he knows how this conference works and he knows that we're the top dog. So he's going to obviously try to bring, bring it and get his guys ready for this game. And we're also going to see that throughout the rest of the season, everyone's going to bring their a game to, to play us. That's just what it is, man. We're the top dog in our conference all the time. And we're the number one team in the country. So we have a target on our backs. Now we just have to come out swinging. Yeah, huge weekend for the Zags, like you mentioned. I could see how fans would get a little frustrated uh, midway through both of these games. Because, you know, on paper, look, when you're the number one team in the nation, you should beat 500 teams in the WCC. But then the Pilots and the Waves being 500 is a little misleading because they play Power 5 conferences for the first half of the season, first half of the year, non-conference. So a right. lot of times they're getting, they're getting pushed around by, by big competition. Pepperdine almost beat Arizona down at the tournament in Anaheim. So I think and that they play. Yeah. Pepperdine plays that unorthodox, like five out. So they make mm-hmm. big men come out and they open up the lane. So it's easier driving lanes for all their guys. That's how they're really, it's, it's a weird unorthodox style of basketball, but it, it works for them. And it, it almost beat Arizona. Like you were saying, so the Zags now go to San Diego for a nice uh, 1 p.m. tip-off in sunny San Diego and then up to a game at LMU. That's, that had to have been one of your favorite road trips, right? Anytime you're in Southern California for a couple of days? I don't know why they changed it up. I know the conference got bigger, but we used to have traveling partners. Right. So our traveling partner was Portland. Mm-hmm. So when it would come down, we would always have – LMU and Pepperdine on the same trip. So you never even had to leave the city or your hotel. You were in the same place the whole time. And it was right by Venice beach, which was amazing. I don't know where they stay now, but it was right by Venice beach. And you had like time to be at the beach. It was, that was the best trip hands down. Yeah. They screwed it up for, I don't even remember the reason because they, I think they didn't, they mix it up right before BYU got in. Because BYU obviously screwed it up making nine and then Pacific made 10. But now there's no, it feels like there's no rhyme or reason to it. Now it's, you're all over the place. Right. And then there's one game, there's one game like at home, then one game away uh, the same week. So I feel like the traveling is just as much or even more. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because you're not in the same region all the time. I don't know. I don't know what what do I know about scheduling? I I'm an eighty, I guess. I don't know. What, you're, it you're just the doesn't monkey, make sense. You're the monkey with the bone, brother. Yeah, what do I know? But what you're do a great I monkey. Scoring. I am a great monkey. <laughs> We're back to number one in the nation, eighty-seven point five points per game, ahead of two directional schools, Central Michigan and Eastern Washington. Imagine if we were a good free throw shooting team. We'd be number one in scoring by a wide margin, as it is. We're shooting 65.6% from the floor, 300th in the nation. You know who number one is? The number one, one? Fl- the number one free throw shooting team in the nation is the Pepperdine Waves at 84.4%. Are they that high? That's very impressive. 84.4% is good for a guard, let alone the average for a whole team. Damn. I didn't know Pepperdine was number one. Fundamentals, brother. Lorenzo and fundamentals. <laughs> That's how it goes. Speaking of free throws, let's head over to uh, Papa Rob's corner for a, a really cool story. Yeah, this is a kind of a sad but 
it, it's an inspiring story. I heard this from a buddy of mine yesterday and he, he was like, could you talk about this? I was like, absolutely. Cause it was really, it was heartfelt and I was just really inspired. Um, it's about this nine year old kid named Nick Ludwig. Ludwig. I hope I said that right. Nick, keep, keep kicking butt buddy. Um, Nick was born with half a heart or a missing valve in one of his hearts. So he couldn't play any sports. He can't play any sports. And yeah. in his whole his whole life, he's been around sports. His dad was the strength and conditioning coach at Washington State and at UW. And so he's been around sports his whole life. But he's just so, because of this half heart, he's never been able to do anything. Because he's, I hate to say it, he's not, he's on life support type deal until mm-hmm. he's 16. Mm-hmm. And... um and so by 16, they're looking for a transplant and hopefully they can do something for his heart and make it work. How, old is, he, how old is he now? Nine years old. Okay. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So, but the cool story is this guy has a massive heart. I don't, I might, I don't know what half a heart looks like, but I know he has a massive heart because he won his free throw competition at his school. Yes. Shooting 85%. Yes. Beating, it wasn't just his school. It was, there was a competition, and he, I think, went, he, I know, 85 out of, 85% out of 20 shots. So what is that? I don't know my math. 17? 18? Sure, that sounds right. Let's do yeah, it. That sounds right. 18 <laughs> out of 20. He was he was the best out of fifty kids, number one out of fifty kids. So he got to go to the a next competition at, that Elk Lodge held, and they held that, and he won that. No, and he didn't tell me that. Yeah, he won another yes, one. Yes, yes, and then he got he got to be able to go to like the nationals or something, or he wasn't able to. He got to the next competition. He wasn't able to go to nationals. He didn't qualify, but. He, he said to his mom, and I thought this was really cool, it's something I'm good at. Mm-hmm. He found something that he was good at, and even though he couldn't play sports, he loved basketball so much, he just he honed in on his free throws, and he shot 85% and beat a bunch of kids. So I'm rooting, I'm rooting for you, Nick. I wish you the best. This is a great shout-out. I, I, when I heard this story, it really inspired me. Just It tells you no matter what, no matter what, any type of adversity – you just if if you believe in yourself, you can do anything. And I, I really tip my hat off to this kid. So uh, I wish you nothing but the best. And I know you'll be able to find that heart because your heart's already big. So I just wish my uh, I tip my hat to you, buddy. Ice water, Nick. That's really cool. We should get Nick down to McCarthy for practice. I I I agree. We can make that happen. <laughs> that would be that would actually be really cool because yeah. he he's shooting what eighty five percent. That's twenty percentage points higher than the whole team combined you know what i'm gonna get that i'm gonna make that happen let's make that i'll make that let's make that happen I'll, let's do that well christmas has come and gone but the super bowl is quickly approaching rob we've seen just what our teams are capable of this season unfortunately for the saints it's not much and now it's time to get i'm sorry wow. <laughs> now it's time to get your last bets in before the bowl will the ravens be able to get it done will brady and the patriots get themselves another ring this is old 
I bet you have a feeling. Head over to mybookie.ag to make your predictions a reality. MyBookie is one of the most trusted in the industry. If you're looking for a sports book to make some bets for the bowl games, MyBookie is where you want to go. Football not your thing? No worries. MyBookie's got it all. From the NBA to the Premier League, they've got the fastest payouts, best promotions, and a very helpful 24-7 customer service team. If you join right now, Rob, good thing you didn't I'm join. Still, I'm still – my. After that low blow, after that low blow, I'm still getting my balls out of my stomach because of that low blow about my Saints, man. I'm <laughs> sick. I'm sick. How dare you, bro? That was very good. If you join right now, my bookie will match your deposit halfway all the way up to one thousand. That means if you deposit two thousand, you'll get an extra one thousand buckaroos in free money to play with. Free money, honey. All you have to do is use our promo code BLV to activate the offer. Once again, that's promo code BLV to get your extra cash from my bookie. Speaking of balls, Rob, yours are up in your stomach at the moment, so we don't have to worry yeah, about it. Yeah, what was that? First of all, <laughs> if the Seahawks had just – you know what? I'm going to play the victim on this yeah. point. I'm, I'm pissed. Because if the Seahawks had just won, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell this to these Seahawks fans, if they had just won the game mm-hmm. against the 49ers, mm-hmm. come on, man. Like, come on. I, just get a yard. All they got to do is get a yard. How hard is a yard? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And then we could have we had a bye. We didn't even have to see the, the Vikings. Nope. What? I don't know. I'm playing the victim. I'm playing the victim. I'm playing. I'm blaming everyone else for my problems. Blame the victim because it's 2020, and you know that means new what year, new us, new balls. Oh, new balls, baby! Where Listen are we going up. with this? Listen up, Harry Bushes are so 2019. If you're going to pick up any New Year's resolution this year, let it be to take care of your junk. Manscaped is making it easy with their grooming products. That's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer, their lawnmower 2.0. <laughs> Last episode, I asked you if you had a lawnmower, and you go, oh, yeah, a riding lawnmower, and then putting it together. <laughs> Anywho, oh, boy. manscaping accidents yeah. are finally a thing of the past, and don't use the same trimmer on your face as you do for your balls. That's more common than you think, Rob. People do that. Do they? This guy I know. <laughs> That's just dirty. Manscaped. I'm sure you know a lot of guys that I know some guys. Manscaped also has the crop preserver. Listen to this. An anti-chafing ball deodorant. Who doesn't want an anti-chafing yeah. anti-chafing ball deodorant with moisturizer? You already put deodorant on your armpits. Why not put deodorant on the rest of your sensitive body? Get, you need that chafer right now after eating all that junk food? Uh, maybe. Is, is chafing, does that correlate with junk food? Well, I'm just saying, I know you gained some weight. Oh, big time, brother! Big time. That that's when you that's when you get the chafing the worst. Yeah, my thigh gap you, my thigh gap is non-existent at the moment. It's that's <laughs> it, and it's the worst in the summertime, man. Oh, chafing! chafing? Oh, god, forget about it. I can't even move. Oh. Can't get off the couch. Get twenty no. percent off free shipping with the code believe b l e a v at manscapes.com. Start the new year off right by using the best tools for the job. Your balls will. Thank you. Now, Rob, <clears throat> speaking of balls, mm. have you heard about our good friend, Rui Hachimura? I heard he had an injury dealing with the lower region. Yeah, so he Rui's on his way to be in the conversation for Rookie of the Year, averaging 14 points a game. Really just He's a playing. 
He's playing great. A great, a great story for the Wizards, a great story for the Zags, a great story for Japan. Come on, baby, America. Yes. He had a, he had he had a little friendly fire incident towards the end of the year in which a teammate indirectly kicked him in the nether region, kicked him in the marbles. Now it was originally reported that he'd be out for a week with a groin injury. Then the news leaked, as all good news does, and bad news, I guess, if you're Rui, that uh, it's actually, I believe they called it a testicular contusion that they need to I've operate. Seen, I've, I've seen guys, it, not in that way, but, like, I knew a guy who played football in high school, and he got his junk stepped on. and oh. And it was like a grapefruit. Oh God! It was like he couldn't walk in school. You just—it looked, it was brutal, man. I was just fruit? like, "Yeah, dude, it was brutal." It was like, I you just—I didn't think that could happen. I didn't know. I don't know what. I, it was brutal, man. So he's going to be out for several weeks as they operate on his boys, and it got me to thinking. My junior year of college rob were you in the house when i came back i believe so i, I believe steve yeah. was definitely there because steve tells the story better than i can anywho folks i'm gonna make this pg-13 because it's this show's about the kids but gonzaga used to have this little uh end of the year soiree called around the world that the seniors would go and every <sighs> every house was a different country and alcohol and snacks and all that jazz and I was in the Bahamas. And again, I was a junior. It was just my 21st birthday. That was so they let me they let me ride around with all the seniors. And there was a pole that I might have climbed and then I slipped down the pole. Oh. There was a screw uh. on that pole, Rob. A screw that was loose. Uh, uh. And it cut me. And it cut me up pretty good. Uh, hospital. Stitches. So I didn't have I didn't yes, have, I was at the house. You, I was not. at the I do yes, I remember. I do remember you coming back after the stitches. So I didn't get a testicular contusion. Fortunately, my testicles weren't harmed. Uh but oh. but the pouch was ripped open to the point where you could make eye contact with my left testicle. Oh, yeah, man, I this one is hard. Now, oh. moral, moral of that story is Rui and I are brothers. You're the ball. You're the ball brothers. Ball brothers. Oh, you're hashtag. the ball brothers before the ball brothers. Hashtag ball brothers. Oh man, Rui and I are the fourth and fifth ball brothers. We got to make something like that work. Well, who would fit into the ball family better than Rui and I? I think you. You kind of remind me of Lavar. <laughs> because <laughs> i'm indirectly making people upset we'll get to that in a second actually we'll get to that down the road do you want to do our starting five? Oh no no we got to do listless letters yes let's go down this okay so again World this is letters these are real letters and folks I, i'm sorry i had to share that college story with you but i saw the Rui, yeah. i i saw the Rui story and i just had to do it and guess what it's like episode 10 now you're getting to know me a little bit better well can i go back to this testicle stuff 
please. Always. You can always go back to the testicle stuff. This guy had this vasectomy, and now this is why I'm terrified of getting a vasectomy. Just because of this guy has ruined it. And Nick, you're listening. I know you are. Um, he uh, He's ruined a vasectomy for me because you're supposed to just sit there with a bag of peas. Yeah, right. right. And you just sit there. And and I heard the biggest time for most men to get a vasectomy is during March Madness. Sure. You know that? Yeah, yeah. it's very common. Yeah, because you could just sit there. Yeah. You can just sit there with a bunch of frozen peas. Well, he didn't do that. This guy wanted – he just can't sit still. And for some reason, it's not good to do that. And he was all black and blue down there and was just freely showing his junk to everyone. I, I didn't call the Me Too movement or anything on that, but he was just showing the junk. And it was it just, from I then mean, on. That's science. Terrified. No, that, okay. It terrified me from vasectomy. I need one, but I'm terrified of getting it because of that. All right. Alyssa's letters. Alyssa's letters. These are real letters from real people. Uh, I don't know if we're allowed to say where we got them, but let's just say we got them from a radio station and we're friends with the people who are on said radio. Well, they can't say these things. They can't say these. They send it to us. And uh, they will remain unnamed, but these are real letters. And I'm going to change the people who sign off because even if they've changed it, they're not going to want to know their names. Okay, guys, I have a work dilemma. I work at a grocery store with a ton of drama. The other day I took my lunch break and put my phone in my cubby face down, but turned on the voice recorder. I let it record for almost two hours and listened back on my drive home. I have audio of one employee saying he stole from the store, nothing big, but stealing nonetheless. I also have two employees talking about smoking weed during their break. What should I do with this information? Signed, Keep. Vicky. What do you, Keep. What do you, I've got a bunch of thoughts. What, what do you got? Keep your mouth shut. Shut your mouth and don't say a word. You didn't hear nothing. You didn't see nothing. You, did, you didn't even know it was happening in the room. That's my thing. That's Yeah, gut instinct says snitches get stitches. That is a psychopath what I, move. That is, a or they end up in ditches, or they end up in ditches. That's, That's how that one. works. Yeah, Vicky needs to get. I, I'm actually more concerned for Vicky. I think Vicky needs to get herself a hobby, to record it for two hours and then go back and listen for two hours. Did she mean to? That, no, she meant to get some stuff. Like she clearly put the cubby, put it in the cubby. With the intention. So she purposely. Yes. yes. Okay, that's messed up. That's, no, Vicky, that's messed up. Not, yeah, Vic, Vicky, this is on you. That's And then the more I got to think of it, the more I thought she recorded for two hours in a common space at work. And the dirtiest stuff she got was that a dude stole a Snickers and a couple of guys smoked some pot. That yeah. sounds like the lamest grocery store. I was thinking. Weed's I, legal. Weed's legal. So unless it's Idaho. Maybe it's on Idaho. I was hoping I was hoping it would be, you know, inter-employee relationships. You know, maybe somebody hit a body with a coworker the night before. Like real juicy stuff. This feels <laughs> like a very this doesn't feel like a high drama grocery store. This feels like a very boring grocery store. This sounds like a a market. A marketplace somewhere in a little town. I don't know. Could you imagine going scrubbing through two hours on your phone listening for 
anything to get your people talking in trouble. Yeah. Okay. That's that's sick. Like, actually, I mean, that's messed up. Uh, yeah, uh, Vicky's got a problem. Again, these are real letters. Lissa's letters. Number two. My husband ruined two of my sweaters this weekend in the laundry. I had been on his case about how he doesn't do much around the house. And so this weekend, he surprised me by doing a bunch of chores around the house when I was at the grocery store. I hope it wasn't Vicky's grocery store. I'm going to get recorded. When I got home, he was so happy to show off the stuff he had done. Here are the problems. I was just mad when I told him he was lazy and was trying to get under his skin. He actually does his fair share of stuff around the house and... He did the laundry wrong, plus he did a terrible job cleaning the kitchen, and now I have to do it myself because I'm super OCD. But he thinks he nailed it. I don't want to admit that I just was being mean to make him mad because I'll never hear the end of it, but I also need him to stop doing the chores that I do myself. Help. That's from, that's from Stacy. We'll call her Stacy. Rob, this is your department, man. You're domesticated. <laughs> um... Do you feel do you feel like the chores of your house are, are split fifty fifty? No, I, I gave credit to my wife. She's she's definitely um she's hands on with like cleaning and she she has this like she's O C D in that sense, so she wants it a certain way. Yeah. But but at the same time I know I do my fair share. I, I try to take care of the outside. Like I she takes care of the inside. I try to make sure I take care of the outside as best I can. If that, yeah, you got to ride that's over, brother. the way. Oh man. It, that, but that's, that's a pleasure thing for me. Cut my grass is pleasure. Do you ever get in trouble for doing inside chores and screwing it up? All the time. Yeah. That's just, that's, yeah. that's a, what it is. I'm not going to fight that one. I just, it is what it is. Just, Pick your battles. You know what I mean? I think it's all about communication at the end of the day. So like talking a hundred percent state, but I think at at this stage of the game, Stacy's asking whether she should come clean and be like, Hey, I was just calling you lazy because I knew it would piss you off. You're not lazy. Stop doing chores. I think you avoid that at all costs because she wants her husband to stop doing the chores. I rest assured your husband will stop doing the chores. He did that just once. Yeah. We're simple creatures. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you stop. just tell us we're not looking for the inside we just you tell us one thing that's really all we know mm-hmm. so uh, advice to stacy would be just uh thank him give him a hug maybe maybe a little smooch and say thanks hubby you do a lot and then he will never do the laundry again i promise you there you go are you in a relationship it feels like it doesn't it it feels like it doesn't it i've just yeah. I've, I've lived with a lot of women I know how women work. I mean, that's not true. I don't know a thing about how to do it. But <laughs> well, I, uh, yeah. I've, been, I've been in trouble for doing chores many times. Shout yeah, out. They, shout out, Lindsay Joy. Uh, that was Lissa's letters. We had another one that is too inappropriate for this show, Rob. This, <laughs> yes. Wait, what? Yeah, I'll tell it to you later. But this... Give me an insight right now. Let the little viewers, just an insight. <laughs> if it's too inappropriate for this show, and we're sponsored by Manscaped. And we need testicle stories. Yeah. We, we've said testicle 14 times on this show. This letter is too inappropriate. May, I'll run it by no. Lissa. Maybe if Lissa's into it, maybe we'll, we'll read it next time. Okay. Starting five breakfast orders. Tis the season to go out to breakfast, Rob. Maybe it's with your buddies. You had a wild night before. You want to recap. You want to plan the day ahead. 
Who doesn't love a group breakfast? Who doesn't love pouring over the menu, deciding what you're going to indulge in? I think my point guard for this, the number one pick is whatever combo the place has. The All-American Slam, the Lumberjack Slam, the Kitchen Sink. Shout out Calico Kitchen. It's got everything on the menu on it in some kind of fashion. It's $15 to $20. You have to answer 15 questions when the waitress asks you, you know, what kind of toast, what kind of marmalade, how do you like your eggs? If you're not answering four or more questions, it's not a good combo. That's my point guard. Hold on. So you're summing it all up into one big fat point guard. I got I'm going fat point guard on this. That's now you, how do you think you're going to score? Who doesn't love a my fat, question? Rob, let me ask you this. Who doesn't love a fat point guard? Have you ever seen a fat point guard and not been intrigued? Uh, like, how did he get here? That, exactly. That's what you think when you, how did he get, what did he do? What is makes him special? No, I hear you. Uh, I'm going to hit you with something crazy. I'm going with a point guard. That's real. I'm going with a French point card, like Joel. I'm going with that type of point. I'm going with crepes for a point oh, card. Crepes. Yeah. Crepes. It's kind of light. It's, it's the light. light. Yes. You see where I'm going with this? Okay. Like a Joel, kind of smooth as it all, you know? Okay. You can put a little. You can put a little uh, strawberries on there. I'm going with the crepes. Crepes are very adaptable. You can do a lot with crepes. Crepes, good role player, point guard. He's not. He's not going to yeah. be your top scorer. Oh no, 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 no! I'm definitely okay. not going with that as my okay. top scorer. I'm okay. going to a big man top scorer. Number two, Rob, is the perfect breakfast beverage, and that perfect breakfast beverage is not a Bloody Mary. Okay, I'm not a spice guy. Don't even like the garnishes. The perfect breakfast beverage is not a mimosa. Because if you have two, you have three. If you have three, you have 15. And then you're not going to make it to lunch. The perfect perfect breakfast beverage is the Irish coffee. It's got your coffee. It's got a little bit of whiskey, enough to warm the heart, enough to have a fun conversation with your buddies, but not put you over the edge. Irish coffee is now, my two guard for breakfast orders. Now, ba- I thought they put Bailey's in there, or no? They do. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. Put, Bailey, that's what that whiskey is. It's Bailey's with a th- just a touch, a hint, a thimble of whiskey. Gotcha, gotcha. Oof, that does sound good. Mm-hmm. I've had I had and like fifteen over the last week. Yeah, in Wyoming, you need that to stay warm out there. Mm-hmm. Keep that. Ah, uh, ooh, that's a tough one. Are you going beverages like that? Mm. Well, you don't have to go beverage. I'm just a beverage is on my team. Ah, uh, well, I was gonna go with a more like heavier set type guard beverage. I was gonna do a cappuccino, oh. a good cappuccino. Yeah. A good cappuccino for my point guard is there's nothing, and I like when they actually do that little line in the middle. Oh, sure, a leaf, a little leaf action. Is that what that is? I've never understood. And there's some artists that can actually do that. Have you seen them? I think it's easier than we think. Now, listen, there's going to be some baristas who get upset with us. Maybe it is an art. But I think because everyone can do it so well, which makes me believe it's not that hard. 
Do you think they had to practice it, though? Like, you have to practice it. I'm sure you have to practice it. But, like, how good are you at putting whipped cream on top of your ice cream to make it, like, a tower? You know what I mean? Mm, Sometimes. But it's a drink, man. It's not a solid. It's a a liquid. Yeah, it's it's a lot of movement going on there. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. That's my shooting guard, cappuccino. Good cappuccino. I'm going to put cappuccino with a leaf. Uh, with a leaf. Number three, small forward. I'm going corned beef hash. Corned beef hash will go to work for you. He's not too heavy. He's light on his feet, but you know he's got the protein. He can he can bang around with the big boys a little bit. Corned beef hash Oof. is my three. Oof. Oh, that's your th- that's your three man. Yeah. I was gonna go with a mushroom cheese omelet with a side of hash browns and a nice sourdough on the side and some bacon on the side as well. With a just that big, uh, you know those big omelets that you're like, uh, uh-uh, uh, I can't. Like this looks crazy, but you end up finishing it all the time. You know, you know what, what I'm talking about. You know what upsets me? I think I think I had you until that. Because corned beef is a very niche order, but who doesn't love a nice shroom omelet? That's what I'm saying. Like, but you know what I'm when you look at them and they drop a big, huge omelet on, you're like, I don't know if I can do this. Yeah. But then all of a sudden it's gone. The whole plate's gone. That's what's crazy to me. How, how did that all disappear? Okay, a shroom omelet with all the fixins. Mm. That's mm. your three. Number four. Number four, I'm going. A Euro stretch for, not unlike Tilly. I'm going fancy. Good footwork. Okay. E- Eggs Benedict. Ooh. Little That's not, is that French or I English? Don't know, French. It's, it's English, but it's Euro. Euro. Yeah, it's right? Euro. It's got to be Euro. Yeah, for sure. And the, it's just, it, but Eggs Benedict is like, Kind of snobby to me. I, it's English. It's Listen, English Eggs, Benedict, sure. Eggs Benedict is hit or miss. You know, it could it could be bad Hollandaise, and you could be injury prone for the rest of the ways. You, it's not totally reliable, but when it works, boy, does Eggs Benedict work. Oof, oof, man! All this breakfast talk—that's all know. I'm. I, I'm gonna get breakfast. Didn't you I might go to IHOP. Yeah, I did, but I'm gonna get IHOP. I like some. I'm getting an omelet today. Omelet Somewhere in my good. life, I'm getting an omelet. You know what the IHOP has right now? What's that? Kids eat free. What? After four to ten. Four p to ten p. Yeah, but you have to be able to bring an adult with a child. That's the only way it works. Wait, you can't one, have one like five two. kids yeah. and one person, one yeah. adult. One to one ratio. You could. You yeah. just need to recruit friends to take. The third kid, right? That's all. Exactly. Jack, come on, man. I would go with you 100%. Yeah. (laughs) We'll hit up IHOP. Yeah. Speaking of IHOP, I'm going with my four-man pancakes. Some Mm -hmm. good, solid flapjacks Mm -hmm. with some some butter just on the top. And it's like when you see those cartoons and you see the butter on the side and then the syrup just comes up. Oh, man. Some big. Pan- swinging door pancakes have you seen the size of those bad boys i've never gotten the pancakes at swinging doors but i i i'm a fan of their food up there oh man they're 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 enormous they're like each pancakes the size of a dinner plate okay i see your four very relatable to my five i'm going any spot with a bottomless pancake order is a solid center bottomless 
hotcakes. That's bullshit. That's not even. That, you're just going. <laughs> what are you talking about? What are you? That's, no, that's, you can't just endless. No, that's, come on. Uh, uh-uh. there's a million places with bottomless pancakes. You know that's in order. I you know that you're just mad you went first and didn't put it. That's horseshit. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so. You first of all, you hit me in my lower regions about my saints, and now you smack me around with this endless pancakes. Mm-hmm. Bottomless, bottomless, bottomless oh. is key. Oh gosh, that's garbage. Anyways, I'm gonna win because I'm gonna go with the works. And have you ever like seen the works? It's similar to your fat point guard, but this is like the Shaquille O'Neal of breakfast. You have your scrambled eggs. You have your your bacon, you have your hash browns, and then you have some country gravy, all mixed in on one big, huge, like, blob. And it's all together. Like, just, you don't even have to, it's all smushed in together. Amazing. Mm, I, I so am, good. I am a fan of pushing all the breakfast foods together. I think all breakfast foods complement each other. I, and I'm, but uh, yes. I'm not a big I'm not, I'm not a big fruit breakfast guy. Like get the fruit out of there. Fruit can no, be no, no, no. fruit can be for later. If I get to yeah, that yeah, fruit's not supposed to be like eaten hot. I just <laughs> unless it's in pies, it's not supposed to be eaten hot. Where do you stand Seriously. on parsley? Do you eat that parsley, parsley? That little that little green stuff that comes with all the stuff? I'm not a rabbit. Come on. <laughs> Okay, starting five breakfast <laughs> orders. Those will go on Twitter. This is going to be a good one. This this should be a good one. This is evenly matched. This is going to go to day three, I'm sure. Uh, again, thank I, you. Thanks, everyone, for listening and subscribing. Um, as I mentioned at the top of the show, we've got some pretty exciting news coming down the pipe. Maybe we talk about it next week, maybe in a couple of weeks. But uh, we are getting a lot of cool opportunities tossed our way and it is 100% because you guys listen to us and put up with our BS. So thank you very much. 100%. We, we are very grateful for everything that everybody's been uh, doing for us and helping us with and uh, being a part of this show and listening. We're very grateful and we want to say thank you guys for listening and keep on listening. We are going to wrap this one up with a very interesting interview from Mayor Kip. Oh, yeah. If you like meth, then you don't like this show. I, uh, <laughs> I was going to say how he, how he uh, earned his living and his stature in life is very interesting. But, uh, yeah, indirectly, it's 100% meth. Now, if that's not a tease, I don't know what it is. But, uh, <laughs> right. Mayor Kipper, very interesting guy, diehard Zag fan, mayor of a town in Idaho. Uh, it's not Oslo. But it it isn't. No, it's not Oslo. You'll learn all about you'll learn all about Mayor Kip in a moment. Do you have uh, a a robism to toss our way? You damn you damn right I do. You ready? Mm-hmm. The mind is everything. What you think is what you become. All right, uh, we welcome in our next guest. Rob's mentioned him a couple of times. Big. Uh, Zach supporter, Zach Booster, uh, the mayor of Oslo, Idaho. But it's funny because I look it up here on Wikipedia and Oslo is spelt O-S-B-U-R-N. Wait, what are you? Correct. So what was you... Rob just mispronouncing he, Osborne? He, he, may, he may have mispronounced uh, that. You're right by a lake. 
Yeah, beautiful lake. Oh. Beautiful lake. It's Mayor McGillery. <laughs> yep. Oh. Yep. Mayor Kip here. Kip. Kipper. In, <laughs> Kip's fine. In the flesh. Yeah. Now, listen, I have... Oh, my God. This is going to be awesome. For those of you who don't know... This is going to be great. For those of you who don't know, and it's probably every single person listening, Osborne, otherwise known as Oslo, is a small town in northern Idaho uh, located in... Oh, I I always used to screw this up when I was in media here. Snowshone. Shoshone. Damn it. What? Shoshone. Shoshone County. Show, show. It is from downtown Spokane, where we are about an hour's drive. About an hour, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, so tell me, uh, Mayor Kip, <laughs> how does one become the mayor of Osborne, Idaho? Uh, what journey was that? Well, it Did started just- with a bet. I lost. <laughs> no. Oh, <laughs> I was like, this is going to be so oh, good. It's going to be. No. no, I grew up there, and... Uh, Things just kind of ran the same for years. I was on the city council uh, for a couple years, and kind of the good old boy system was sticking around, and if you want to make a change. So I threw my hat in the ring and beat the guy that had been mayor for 19 years. Woo! Took over. That's why I had to bring him in. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's a tough son of a gun. And you've been, you've been mayor for how long? Eight years. Eight years. Was so, just just reelected again for another four year term. When you took over as mayor, the population was one thousand five hundred fifty five people. Correct. Uh, I bet there's probably a little bit of turmoil between your half and the other guy, the incumbent that you beat out after um, two decades. They're cousins, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I <don't> know. <laughs> uh, there might have been a little animosity for a okay. while, so. You had to see him next door. Like, yeah. yeah, like, yeah. That Christmas much, was weird. Yeah, like, that's what I'm thinking. Like, how big of a town? <laughs> yeah, so tell me, because we had uh, Nadine Woodward on, and she was talking about how her, her weeks are crazy now. Mm-hmm. She's not even mayor. I don't know when this interview is going to air, but mm-hmm. she's talking, I don't know, 50, 60-hour weeks. Mm-hmm. Is uh, uh, the mayor of a small town lighter work just as much? Pretty much the same. Okay. Uh I'm very hands-on, try to be involved in everything I can. You know, it's a small community. Everybody has my cell phone number. Oh, that's cool. So not really. Do people ever accidentally text you thinking they're texting like a boyfriend or a wife? (laughs) Hey, uh, Kip, (laughs) come over and watch a movie tonight. Yeah. Yeah. No no randoms. No Uh, randoms. my, My wife has grown accustomed to people showing up at the front door what banging on the door to you know complain hey like you're a superintendent yes yeah the yeah there there's something wrong with the sewer they'll come up and be like right on the door yeah come get some yeah Yeah, i'm sure you've had some uh 100 no joke 100 really oh yeah what is the craziest story out of osburn very good um Craziest? Yeah, what's story? something like you you were like as a mayor, you were eight years now. We were just like how uh, did this happen? We had a murder in uh, the in the city. One murder out of eight years, that's not too bad. That wasn't too bad. Was it like a open and shut case? Is it still closed? Is no, it still a cold it, case as they it, say? No, it it got it got taken care of. I don't know how much I can talk about it. Actually. Okay. Uh, okay. Good. Um, Osborne's fine. did their job, though. But, yeah. Yes. <laughs> right. Yeah. The Osborne PD did their job. Uh, 
And, uh, and and I'm trying to get this guy call him. I don't know the San Francisco. I don't know what to call. Our you. streets are not like San Francisco streets. Oh, you listened. I have to Poop Town USA. If I they needed to not. convince a guy like him to come up here and we go to Osborne, what are we killing? Oh, anything's on the list. <laughs> wait a minute. 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 Wait, wait, wait. Are we talking people? No. <laughs> no. 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 We're talking. Yeah. One murder. <laughs> we go into Osborne, and they every time he he talks to me about all the things they kill. Like outside of coyotes? Oh, or do yeah. coyotes exist up there? What do you got? Oh, yeah. Okay. Anything you want. We've got a full gamut. What, what, is, what is your elk? Elk, deer, bear. Uh, guys run lions all the time. Run bears with their dogs. See, again, hand up. I'm a San Francisco guy. I don't know what the term run lions means. Like, so are, they, like they, a sprint, like a race? They set their dogs loose. Okay. And uh, they tree a lion. And then, Tree a lion? Yep. Yeah. Is, and this, then, is this Osborne, like Nigeria? <laughs> <laughs> We're talking mountain lions. Right, right. Mountain lions. Oh, okay. Cougars. Okay. Cougars. Okay. cougars but not the cougars you look for. Yeah. 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 Not the ones yeah. you. I got my own dog. Jack yeah. looks at some yeah. cougars. These aren't the ones you're going yeah. after. Yeah. I'm trusting they, on uh, that. I've got a These funny story about treeing a cougar they, later. They won't come to. To uh, margaritas or martinis, mm-hmm. you gotta gotta put the work in. So, no, what was that story about the two moose you were telling me? Oh yeah, uh, th- moose. It's a draw in Idaho. So, I put my wife and my middle son in for what's called a buddy tag, and I know guys that have tried to draw moose tags for 30, 40 years and never get them. Never get. Oh them. really? I put my wife and my son together. They both draw and shoot moose back to back. One September 16th, one September 17th. Which is unheard of. Yeah. Two nights in a row. Yeah. We had 1,200 pounds of hanging meat to... That's like Oregon Trail when it's like game here is scarce because you killed 10,000 pounds. You can only carry back 50 to your wagon. Exactly. You know what, I mean? you know what I'm talking about? You ever no, played Oregon no, Trail? No. You've never played Oregon Trail? What the hell is Oregon Trail? Vinny, you played Oregon Trail. You know what I'm talking about? Oregon. You guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah. No, I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Dude, it's a video game when you go from, I don't know, Kansas City to Oregon, and you got to pick who you are. But the thing is, so if you pick that you're a carpenter, then you could fix your your wagon wheel when it breaks, but... Your wife's, your wife's going to die of dysentery. You know what I mean? Because you're a carpenter, you don't know. It's very complicated. Hold on. Hold on. We're going to I can't believe you've never played Oregon Trail. You know this Oh, you don't you do know that Rob doesn't know what Venmo is? He he I yeah. I are do. you with Rob? What on is that? No. I was 100% with you on that. Thank you. I I'm a cash guy. I yeah. am. No, this guy has big Straight cash. Up. He's a cash guy. I am a cash yeah. guy. You guys don't know what Venmo is? Okay. 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 No way. No. No. Wouldn't yep. trust it. The guys who run 57 Media Know what Venmo is, and what's what am I supposed to? You want I don't know. Pat them on the back I, I was just, I was just looking out for a way to say fifty seven media because you're trying to do it all. Yeah. Day. What do you want me to say about that? <laughs> yeah. I don't know Venmo. I'm sorry. I'm a yeah. cash. Now, I was one hundred percent with you. I'm a cash guy. Now too. speaking I, of cash, this is where I really wanted to talk to you. <laughs> you made some good money taking out meth houses. Correct. Yeah. Now what I I can't explain. How I I don't you have to explain what exactly you do you do to take out meth houses or wh- how did you even start you just started where do you like how did you get involved with that the 
the I can remember the first meth lab I ever did was in Haver, Montana. No, well, not create. No, no, no. You guys are talking about out of context. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> we are in we are we are in, in a right building place. that practices law. Yeah, practices <laughs> right. law. Bear in mind. I, if I, I do not want to incriminate myself. Yeah, right, right. Okay. <laughs> the first time I was called by the DEA to tear down a meth lab, it was in Haver, Montana, in the Bear Paw Mountains in late September. So it's already snowing in Haver by that time. Uh-huh. And I was running a piece of equipment and got called by the company I worked for and said, hey, can you head to Haver and tear down a meth lab? Right. And I said, do I need to take my bobcat? I, I had no clue what they were talking about. You're right. Honestly. Right. So they, my buddy and I went to the office and they're like, no, we bought this company and we're going to take over this contract. And right. This is what it was. You guys both took chemistry in college, so we figure you can get through it. So we load up a truck and throw a Hazcat kit in. To, can I, what year is this at this point? This is 1996. Oh, my. So this 95. Is, this, this is 1995. This is the very early days yeah. of the meth situation. Yeah, okay. 95, probably, yeah, September of 95. Um, so we load up, head to Haver, Montana, and we all we had was a phone number to call a guy when we showed up. So we called the guy and said, hey, we're at the Joe's Quick Stop in have her and he drives down and i swear when the guy pulls up it's a setup because he's got long hair you know looks like the guy that was probably cooking and he introduces himself and we follow him 28 miles out into the mountains and the whole time my buddy and i convince ourselves that this guy has obviously killed all the cops and is now saying Just he's the cop. yeah, yeah this you know. you're you're like convinced yes, this is he is he's undercover the best undercover cop i've ever seen in my life who is now a very dear friend of mine but <laughs> is he a federal agent or is he a montana he he is a montana dci okay. guy okay. he's uh he's undercover dci drug task force guy so out into the mountains, they take us to this little tiny shack, and it is everything that you would ever imagine a meth lab would truly be. Like know? a trailer? It, it's just a little shack right above a creek, you know? Yeah. And there's chemicals everywhere. Uh, every chemical that you could imagine known to man. And, so. like, destroying one, you've got to be careful because they can blow up. Oh, yeah, for sure. Is for anybody sure. there? Just all now, it's just all DEA agents and cops. Oh, so okay. the, the guy that they got, he's gone. They've oh, taken so you're not away. dealing with any of the and we have people. Oh, okay. Numerous times we have. <laughs> what? You know, numerous times. But we do the first lab, you know, we test all these chemicals, put them in buckets, get through. And when I came home that night, they're like, yeah, we want you to take this over. So that's when I dove into the understanding of, you know, emergency response and handling everything correctly and and going at it so so and since then have done thousands of meth lab cleanups so does the dea always they're the first people to hit you or the obviously the sheriffs or the, the dea in in 96 the dea came up with what was called the cops funding uh-huh. so the u.s government put money out there under this cops funding to let local law enforcement offices clean like, up meth labs and be funded by the government Right. So it it would devastate a small town police department to have that cleaned up. I'm sure. I'm sure. So you're at this point, that was what, 24, 25 years mm-hmm. ago. Do you still practice that? We do. OK. We do. So I bet now there's a lot of competitors. There's a lot of other people. Who no, have gotten it's, really? a, it's a special trade. It is. There's very few 
probably as you go, you know, you get down around some of the areas. California, there's a lot of cleanup companies. And so you're all, like, are you just upper left, or are you the whole West Coast? You'll cruise down. For, for five years, I covered Oregon, Idaho, Washington, Montana, and New Mexico. Now I'm just down New to... New Mexico, right after Breaking Bad? Yeah, before. That, before, before. Yeah, yeah. So it was like... Yeah. It, was, it was before that whole thing came in. So How many... I don't care how big or small, how many meth labs do you think you've busted up? Then that is the first time that question's Me ever Me personally, come out of my mouth. I mean, there's, I can't, I know as a company over all the years of doing it in all the different locations, it's about 18,000 labs. Holy shit. Over all the years. Um, myself personally, it's well into the thousands of, of labs we've done. We did 1,500 one year in Oregon alone. So, and and Oregon alone, just the yeah. state. So yeah. even Portland and yeah. all that. Yeah, you go down the I five corridor. It was really hot and heavy. Klamath Falls, Medford. Damn. Pass, all those so areas. Rob brings up Breaking Bad. What's your view of that show? I my son actually told me if I kept talking, he was going to quit watching it with me. Oh really? Oh, because <laughs> yeah. you were like yeah. unrealistic. No, unrealistic. They wouldn't unreal- do that. You yeah. Know, that okay. sort of thing. Okay. So, yeah. Oh wait, yeah. wait! You'd yeah. be like, no, that's yeah, not no, right. they're not gonna. They, a chemist wouldn't steal methylamine, you know, <laughs> you know that kind of stuff. <laughs> uh, duh, come on, son, he'd, he'd make know. it. You know, yeah, he's yeah. not gonna steal that. Yeah, he's not gonna go. <laughs> so, so, did you ever make it through? Because I think the overall message of the show is like, hey, at the end of the day, meth is bad. Yeah. Oh so yeah, terrible. Yeah, no, yeah. it's it. I I did a lot of talks in schools. One of my best friends is a physical ed teacher in Wallace. And I'd go in and talk to the, the kids in classes, you know. And I, I always started the same way. I'm not going to come in here and tell you to say, say no to drugs because you know that already. Right. Mm-hmm. I want you to know what they can do to you. Right. And what the long-term effect is. Even the short-term effect. I've heard, seen it personally. You know, a, a beautiful girl in Medford graduated the night she graduated. She chose to try methamphetamine. It was laced with something and she died. <sighs> 18 died. died that night. So one time is all it takes. Right. You know, so right. it's. Is it, have you seen a decline or. The or, trade has changed. It's, there's still the Ma and Pa. I call it Beavis and Butthead. Perhaps, <laughs> you know, right. um, but the, the, tr- it's the trend has changed a lot where it's coming across borders now. You know? Oh, really? Yeah. So it's not being manufactured here. It's just being shipped. Over. There's, it's, it's a big business for a lot of cartels. So. Damn. Big business. I wonder because over the last what seven eight years we've seen the opioid crisis yeah. shoot up, which is obviously complete opposite the opposite yeah. effect. Yeah, but uh, is that counteracting? I never thought I would ever see heroin the drug of choice. Yeah, never. Is it is it big in your area of northern Idaho? Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Pills pills are tough. Heroin is has definitely made a big change. If you are is. Osborne have an impact on that. I know Spokane has felt it. I, I don't want to sure. get too deep and heavy. I'm sure, this, but I'm kind of curious. Yeah, I'm know. sure it is. You know, it's right. It's, it's not a. You don't have that many people as well, so yeah. you probably know the person. If, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I kind of wonder because we mentioned like one's very much an upper and one's very much a downer. Yep. I wonder if they complement each other. <laughs> yeah. No, like and, that sounds insensitive, I, I, but I'm I, serious. No, you're right. Yeah. I, yeah. Where where there is one, there is usually the other. There's a market for another. They're not competing. They're kind of helping each other out. I can say every lab I've done, 
there's an upper and there's a downer. What is a crazy lab story that you've... Um, numerous. Like an, an, ex, an explosion you didn't expect to happen? Oh, oh, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, we were in Eugene. Still to this day, don't know what it is. But I opened a canister. It was raining out, so we moved everything into our box van. Yeah. Um, and I took the lid off of a one-gallon clear glass container. And when I took the lid off... It was a deafening explosion sound without the explosion. Just a huge bang and a huge puff of smoke that filled the truck instantly. And I just I put the lid back on the computer as quick as I could. You know. How did you have the presence of mind to do that as your eyebrows are burning? No, you, there was no flame. Oh, okay. It was just this you could deafening feel it? boom. Oh. It reacted with the air and... It didn't ignite. It didn't okay. explode. Because you just, wouldn't be here if it Correct. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was just this deafening crack. And, you know, I threw the lid back on and the truck fills with smoke. And all the cops at this time yeah. are going crazy now. They're thinking we're, we're burning up in there. And my good friend that, you know, was with me that uh, was doing the lab cleanup, we both come out of the truck like, you know, you can't hear anything. We take off all of our PPE and... Kind of sat in the rain for a few minutes and yeah, counted your waited blessings a little bit and yeah. said, "Well, you ready?" And back in we went, and that went right into a container that was going right to an incinerator and was going to be burned. And still to this day, don't know what it was. I've talked to numerous chemists, and you know, it just it reacted with the air and it didn't explode. Thank goodness, but it was deafening. You know, stories of guys who probably do what you do who have lost their lives i'm sure right there yeah, yeah yeah in the emergency response field i know a lot that that have lost their lives in explosions uh you know the flip of a light switch can set something off so That's crazy. it's you and i i promise we're going to get this to basketball somehow so yeah. yeah but he's a big fan but <laughs> yeah he's a big fan. you might have already told us sorry i, I might have missed it what were you doing in the early 90s before uh work in construction just working construction yep. And just, Silver Valley's big for cleanup. Sure. Bunker Hill Mine. Sure. You know, so the largest Superfund site in the U.S. So. Sure. I was there for uh, day one of the strike. Oh. At the Silver Mine. Yeah. And they, they actually voted on that yesterday and turned it down. Wait. They're, so they're still on strike. They're still on strike. Still it's on strike. It's been like three years now. Yeah. Huh. Ooh, so, that's yeah. a bummer. Uh, you're a Zach Booster. Yeah. yeah. No. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, right, I was going to say. I was going to say how I got to meet Foxy Coxy. <laughs> Please introduced us. Yeah. And he told me that you got you get you told me you get a different pair of shoes every year. Every year for the yep. zag colors. Yep. But you change them up somehow. You bet. So how many pairs do you have now? I've I've well I'm in the closet and I've got five or six that are wore out you know and, and he changes them all all the time different how, color schemes and I, everything. yeah i these are last years you know you can't oh, see them, yeah, those okay. are last years so yeah uh, when, when did you start becoming a zag fan zag fan yeah oh. yeah i i can remember don't going, lie to me i can remember going to the old kennel when really? i was a kid yeah okay. my mom brought us over i lost my dad when i was eight. Oh wow so my mom was yeah. a big you know Take. Loved athletics. Made sure we got into everything. And I can remember going to the old kennel when I was a kid. Even really? for volleyball. So, really? Yeah. So pre-99 team. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, before. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So what is the biggest change, obviously, 
that you've seen in the in the program so far? Other, yeah, just go ahead. I I just see the growth. I think that's the biggest thing for me. Of you know, when I went to college, I was at EWU, mm-hmm. and at that time, getting a ticket was pretty easy. You could right. come in, watch the Zags, and you know that's one of the biggest questions I get from people all the time. Man, how do you get tickets? I want to go to a game, and you know. And, I, and, and it's hard, and you're like, well, I'm, I'll, let me see what I yeah, can do. Yeah, but, it's you know, tough. It's tough. It right? is. And people don't realize it is hard to get yeah. those tickets. And, yeah. Yeah, but, even for people that are within the athletic department. Yeah. You know, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, you know, we try to make it work, and, it, and we know that we want to try to get everybody in to see a game in town, but it's just tough because it's just such a high demand for those tickets. I think it's, too, the, just how down-to-earth everybody is. You know, I how approachable, I, especially yeah. Coach Few. Yeah, well, you. I mean, I'll go right to you. I did Oh, I know. I've been through three births of children, and here I am sitting on a podcast with you guys. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. You know, well, that, I, like, <laughs> I have. Man, wait. Are you saying this is oh, like the fourth happiest day of your life? This then is, this, outside yeah. of the, you know, without without <laughs> making it too shined on the kids, Danny might listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> gotta be careful. Sorry, honey. Yeah. sorry. We'll go on that camping trip. I promise. Yeah. <laughs> I think. I mean, we could talk all day about what <clears throat> Gonzaga basketball, the programs, meant mm. to the city of Spokane. But I think what's lost a lot of times uh, through no one's fault is how big it is in the smaller communities around the inland Northwest. Huge. Yeah. Like uh, bas- Spok- Gonzaga hoops is king here in yep. the Lilac City, but it's that and then some in small. One hundred percent. You've got a ton of you know uh, good friends of mine from the valley that are. Zag supporters and mm-hmm. ticket holders, and you know the ex mayor of Wallace. You know he's a he's a long time uh, Zag fan. What about Kellogg? I I don't talk about those guys. Okay. <laughs> Still, right. Letterman's jacket comes on. Oh, like, I, know, <laughs> I know. He puts the gloves on. When talk about Kellogg. That's the town. He does. They're just different over on that yeah. side. Yeah, that's the, that's where the Bunker Hill. That's the leaded side of the valley. You come, you cross through Big Creek, get into Osborne. It's a whole new world. Yeah. Clean air. Good clean, clean air. air. It's just a couple miles down the street. <laughs> Kellogg. Was there a big fire in Kellogg a couple of years ago? Oh, yes. The, uh, the historic McConnell Hotel. Yeah. Yeah. I went there for that. Yeah. That's how my mind works. I'll go somewhere for a day and it's like, oh, there, giant fire. Oh, yeah. 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 Catastrophic mining. There's deal. Jack. That's, oh, yeah. how, that's what I'm working with. <laughs> <laughs> my mind's a million hey, different reasons. Getting back to, <laughs> back to meth labs. <laughs> meth labs. Let's talk about meth labs. No. So, probably the craziest one, I will tell oh, you. Oh, shit. We're getting back just, into meth Just meth one oh, that, yeah, please, that if you always sticks it. out. I. I had I had done labs in Portland, and there was this this gal that had been tied to three labs, and I I knew who she was because there's a lot of times we'll show up and people are still there getting cuffed, whatever right. you know, and I got a call for a lab in Sandpoint, just outside of Sandpoint. It was J- July seventh because they moved on the moved in on the fourth of July, and when we got there, there was something in the yard, you know, covered up. So the cops are like, hey, we've got a dead body. You know, we had a shootout and uh, one dead, one deceased. And Okay. Well, as time goes on, we get very impatient. You know, they're trying to do a whole criminal thing. And we're wanting to get our job done and get out of there. It's the 7th of July, so it's 100 degrees. and We have to suit up. And- oh, so you safety reasons you're worried No, just impatient. Oh, okay. You know, we, we have a job to do. Okay, got to get out of there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but... 
so when they uncover her, I knew who she was. It was a girl from Portland. And I literally get in an argument with one of my friends from the, yeah. from the police that I know who she is. And he's like, you don't know who she is. I'm like, yeah, I do. I've done labs. And it came down to the point where I had to call DEA in Portland and tell them who was laying dead in front of me. And they got on the phone and said, hey, listen, if he says that's who it is, that's who it is. I'm, I'm telling you. What? So, so she yeah. was just all, she was setting up labs all yeah. over the Northwest. Yeah. She jumped out of a window and had an AK-47 and a 9mm and squeezed off nine rounds before they shot her. And Yeah. It was, that was you know, one of the interesting ones. I'll tell so. you a Gonzaga story about AKs later. Our last thing before we get going, what do you think about this year's team? I love them. The youth is great. Uh, I love the I love the people that worry, and then they come out and prove their point. Right. You know. I think uh, I think they've done really well. We've got to be on the road a little bit and travel and see them play and there's a they've surprised me i know that i can say that for a fact i they have been stellar yeah and they've come out especially those games where you're like arizona they're pretty good yeah they come out and they just smack them in the face and it's only one thing we've got to work on oh yeah we don't need to speak we're the worst free throw shooting team in the thank you i I didn't want to say it but thank you it's just tough to you can't even talk to them no there's just there's Oh, you finally went to the national championship. Didn't win it, though. Yeah. You know, yeah. Before that, it was the final four for years and yep. years and years. Yep. Oh, man. But Kipper, Kip, <laughs> Mayor of Oslo. <laughs> Mayor of Oslo. Oslo, yeah. We really appreciate your time. Thanks man. for coming all the way no, from Finland. Thank you. <laughs> thank oh, wait, you, guys. Wait, hold on. Wait, it's, you need a flight from Oslo? Is yeah. Oslo from fin- Is Oslo Finland? Norway. Damn it. He Norway. looked it up. Yeah. I didn't look he, it up. No, he looked it I up. I did not. <laughs> yes, he did. I, he was just, as soon as I let him know, he was like, Oslo. Oslo. I'm pretty sure I said, I don't believe we had the Olympics. <laughs> Oslo. You got Close lions, though. <laughs> yes, moose got lions. You got a bunch Tigers of... Tigers and bears. How do you say it? Northern or... Northern Idaho. Northern Idaho. Northern yes. Idaho. <laughs> Thanks, Kip. Thank, Thank you, Kip. guys. Thank you. Oh, are we still recording? Any chance we can get Osborne t-shirts for Rob and I to wear? Oh, just Osborne? Is that all you want? Whatever, whatever. Oh. I, I want. Have I'll, you ever seen? No, that I've never been. No, no we thought done. we were done. <laughs> have you ever been out that way? Have you been to Wallace? Yeah, I've been to Wallace. I've been to Wallace. Other than what Wallace is famous for, have you been to Wallace? (laughs) For for work? For outside of work? No, I've never. The only places. No, it wasn't work. The only places I've ever been to Northern Idaho. Do you know what it was famous for? I've heard that there was um, a little little bit more than a gentleman's club. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. well known. Yeah. Uh, I didn't freak out. I don't think those are still up and running, are they? No, it was a dark. It was a dark Sunday. So they just shut them all down. Yeah, on a yeah. Sunday. Yep. Were there a lot? Well, I don't know. Wait, this was recent when they took no, them no. down. No, no, this was in the nineties. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. Good yeah. Nineties. Okay. Yeah. 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 We need to go up there. Some meth He's labs been, and meth labs. Yeah. No, we're talking about the hunting. You shooting stuff. You'll never want to leave. Ever. This time of year, I don't know, man. No, I might get out. No, you would. You guys have snow up there right now? A little bit. 
That's a you, when do you? I mean, you'll have snow for till May, right? No, April, we'll, May? we'll lose snow usually end of March. Okay, but you think there's a chance we get t-shirts? You you tell me what the shirt needs to say. You'll have a shirt. Large Osborne. Oh, done deal. Yeah, I don't, you, I don't think you just want Osborne on it. Got, you tell me. I don't know. Yeah, you. He's if got, you have, if, if he's if, bringing if, some meat to the game if, next time, aren't yeah. you? If it's you a need, tractor running over a meth lab, I'm in. Yeah, oh. I can't. I can't plug my own businesses. So yeah. you need you need a couple you need a couple shirts. Yeah, can bring bring the shirts, man. Yeah. All right, yeah. now we can end it. Yes. Yeah. Thanks, Ken. <laughs> Thank <Okay>. you, guys. <laughs> From the corner. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.